If you think talking about money with each other is hard, try talking about it with your parents. Today, we're getting into one of the more sensitive situations when it comes to marriage and money, making sure that your parents are in a good spot during their golden years. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Family and finances can be stressful. What typically makes it so difficult is how easily our emotions get involved. Talking with your parents about money is right at the top of the list. It can definitely be awkward, but it's not something you want to put off. If anything, this year especially has been a clear reminder that we need to be prepared. Stuff happens. While we can't anticipate everything, having these conversations and making sure our money is in a good spot can make stressful things a little more bearable. Last year, Cameron Huddleston, author of the fantastic book, Mom, Dad, We Need to Talk, shared a bit of her own experience. So I did it in phases. And the first time I talked to my mom about anything financial, I had just moved back from Washington, D.C. to my home state of Kentucky. And I was writing for Kiplinger's Personal Finance at the time, had written some articles about long-term care. And so I said to my mom, knowing that she lived by herself and that if she needed long-term care, that having insurance would help her. So I said, Mom, I think it would be great if you checked into getting a long-term care insurance policy. I mean, th- th- I didn't sugarcoat it or anything. Mm-hmm. Just straight up said, Mom, I think you should look into this. And she did. She met with an insurance agent, and unfortunately, because of a pre-existing health condition she had, she was considered too high risk, and she could not get coverage. And this is where I dropped the ball. This is where I should have said, all right, mom, you can't get long-term care insurance coverage. Let's look at your finances and figure out how we could pay for that care. If you ever need it, let's figure out what sort of care you would want but I didn't even think about it. Like I look back at that and I'm thinking, boy, I just, I blew it. I dropped the ball big time there. And of course, as fate would have it, my mother, a couple years later, started showing signs of memory loss. And as uncomfortable as it is to have these conversations, in a way, it's really the loving thing. You're looking out for your parents. But there are a lot of moving parts with these conversations. You have the two of you, you have your parents and theirs, and then you also have siblings involved. So sometimes it can be tricky communicating with everyone and making it work. To make things easier, today we're going to break down things into some key steps you can take and some conversation starters to get the ball rolling. In this episode, we'll get into opening up the conversations with your parents and theirs to see where they're at, how to discuss together what you're able to do for your parents, and then drafting a plan with your family so that your parents are in a better spot for retirement and beyond, 
and that your finances are still in a good place. Let's get started. We're going to jump right in. How do you get your parents to open up about their finances, first of all? How can you talk about things like long-term care and their wishes when you don't even know how they're doing financially? I get it. It's awkward to talk to your parents about these things, but if you carefully approach the conversation, it can be an opportunity to start working together and make the transition to retirement much smoother for them. And actually starting off with that, retirement has been helpful for me when discussing things with my mom. We've been talking about retirement and what she thought it looked like for her. And she mentioned that she wanted to be closer to us so she could hang out with her grandkids more. And from there, we came up with a plan to get her to move to the Raleigh area. And I admit this year, it was really tricky buying a house during the pandemic. But happily, she found a place nearby us. And since we were talking about the move, other topics naturally came up. We're making sure that she has the health care that she needs. We discussed open enrollment with her. And it's been great because even though we don't have all the details, we have a much clearer idea of what she's looking for and where she's at now. And those are huge pieces. That's something that you could use with talking with your own parents. What plans do they have for retirement? Are they already in the area? Are they thinking of moving? What kind of lifestyle do they want? I know we want to jump into the numbers and make sure that our parents are taken care of, but sometimes taking a step back, removing that awkwardness about the numbers specifically and talking about what goals they have can be helpful and open the door. And it makes the conversations more organic, more natural, and a little less stressful. If you start early and you start now when things are going relatively well, it's a lot easier to get into more details like estate planning, making sure that you understand what their health care needs and desires are, and then having those necessary legal documents so they can have everything in place to make it happen. Because what you're doing is you're seeing this as a what-if scenario instead of being in the thick of it and having to make those decisions or find out what their wishes are right then and there. Another layer that you may have with your parents' wishes or expectations is culture. Maybe you've grown up and you've had your parents maybe state a few times what they expected, or it could be not so clear. In my case, there hasn't been a formal or open declaration, but based what I've seen growing up in my family and extended family, I've had this idea that at a certain point, my mom would move in with us. And acknowledging those expectations on both sides is important because you'll need that when the two of you are going to discuss and draft a plan. So if you haven't already, sit some time with your parents just to talk and check in with them and see what plans they have down the line. This can be a great first step to having deeper, more meaningful conversations with them about their finances, retirement, and more. 
Now that you have a better idea of what's going on with your parents, and hopefully your spouse done the same with theirs, the two of you can start looking at where and how you could help based on your specific family's needs. Depending on what's going on, there could be a lot of things to juggle. You have your own family's finances and goals that you're pursuing while trying to figure out how you can help with your parents and your spouse's parents. This is going to take some real planning. You have your goals that you're trying to pursue, so you want to make sure that you are familiar and comfortable with the numbers that you have right now. How are you doing cash flow? Are you making the progress that you're hoping with your goals? Are you in a spot to help? I know sometimes this can be a painful conversation, but it could be that you are temporarily unable to financially help, but that doesn't mean you can't chip in. We'll talk about this later when you're coming up with the plan with the rest of the family, but knowing ahead of time what your numbers are can give you a better idea of how you can help. And one advantage of having this discussion just between the two of you is that you can get out into the open, your feelings honestly, and really explore different situations that possibly could come up. For example, I mentioned at a certain point, I would think that my mom would move in with us. Well, there's certain things we would have to discuss first. One thing the two of us would have to work out is what would be that point where she would move in or we would at least make that offer. If she did move in with us, how would that work financially? Would we have some sort of rent arrangement? Would my siblings chip in with that? What other responsibilities would we take on? We then have to kind of mentally run through the different scenarios of how our living situation would change and whether both of us would be comfortable with that. And the good news is by doing it now and early, we can start defining for ourselves as a family what would be the best move and what we would feel comfortable offering. As it happened in preparation for this move, she had stayed with us for a little bit and it gave us kind of a test run of what that would look like. And we saw some things that worked really well And now we have a better idea of certain things we would just down the line. Weaving in these types of conversations with the numbers allows the two of you to create a plan that you're both comfortable with. It can be very tricky helping one parent, but if you have parents on both sides that need assistance, you want to make sure that this is something sustainable. And understand that you're going to have multiple conversations. And as things come up, you're going to be adjusting your plan. So try to keep tabs as best you can with your parents and one another so that you're both in the loop. Hopefully you started the conversation with your parents and the two of you have an idea of what you're able to and are comfortable with when it comes to your parents' care. The next step is having a meeting as a family. We want everyone involved on the same page. Being prepared makes everyone a little more comfortable and less stressed during the process. With this family meeting, the goals we're trying to reach is one, making sure everyone understands what your parents' wishes are. 
to determine the best kinds of assistance they need either for now or in the future. And then if needed, what affordable solutions are out there? Just like I suggest with those initial conversations with your parents, these first meetings, you want to keep it high level. Look for those positive or neutral angles for situations. You can begin with your parents' plans for retirement. As you discuss those foundational things, you can move towards more financial and legal questions that you might have. You want to make sure that there are the necessary documents and accounts like power of attorney, long-term care insurance, living and regular wills, and whatever else you need for estate planning. If you're looking for a more detailed list on what documents your parents need, I have an entire episode where I speak with a financial planner about key documents your parents should have. Making these arrangements can help protect your parents. You may want to go ahead when the time is right and schedule a meeting with a financial planner and an attorney to make sure everything is properly set up. Your family may have very specific needs that an attorney or financial planner can help you lay out correctly. And just please keep in mind, try to take this bit by bit. If you're starting early, you don't have to do this in one sitting and most likely you won't. If you have siblings, talking about it now can make things easier for you guys to divvy up some of the responsibilities. What can each of you contribute? What are you able to contribute? One or more of you might be in a position where you can give day-to-day care to your parents if you live nearby, for example, or you might have some of you provide some financial assistance, or one of you is great with paperwork and can help your parents get signed up for any programs or resources they qualify for. So while everybody may contribute something different, they all have a part. And then have regular check-ins. It doesn't have to be a formal family meeting, but keeping one another in the loop is key because situations change and you may need to swap or adjust things as possible. Talking with your parents together about money and how to take care of them may not be the easiest conversations to have, but they can allow you to give the best support and care you can for them during their golden years. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode. The first one is don't wait to start these conversations. One of the best ways for you to make this less stressful and awkward for everyone is to get into the habit of having these conversations. Talk with your parents about the positives. What are they planning with retirement? What does it look like to them? What would they like to do? And as you get more comfortable, you can then start beginning to have conversations about estate planning and healthcare wishes with them. The second is approach this as a team. I believe the two of you should definitely sit down and talk about what you're comfortable and able to do with helping out together as a team, but then also look at your family. If you have siblings that can help out, see where you can divide and share responsibilities. Not only is that a good way for one person not to be burdened with all the responsibility, but should 
life happen and that person unable to help out, someone else can easily step in and assist your parents. And then finally, make sure that you're in communication with everyone involved. Do check-ins once a year just to make sure that nothing's changed. And also, again, keeping these conversations open and continuing makes it less stressful because you're not having one big conversation, but instead you're just doing these check-ins. And I know this is not a subject to be rushed and you can get stuck with trying to work things out. So if you're looking for more ideas or you have questions, please come chat with us in our Thriving Families Facebook group. We're there to help one another out with our family and financial goals. Just head over to couplemoney.com FB. We'd love to see you there. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that it's helpful for you and your family. If you want to work on staying on top of your money, I'll have the resources we mentioned in the show notes, including Cameron's incredible book, Mom, Dad, We Need to Talk, over at couplemoney.com. I highly recommend that you pick up her book. It can make these conversations about money with your parents and their plans for retirement and beyond much easier. Speaking of making things easier when it comes to finances, next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about better banking options. Are you tired of getting fees hit on your account or not even making any kind of real interest on your savings? It might be time to switch banks, but sometimes that can be a hassle. So how can you move your money to get better service and more competitive rates? We're going to be talking about that next week. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Radio Public, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme song is from Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and artists from Audio. Finally, And most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you not only listening, but sending in your questions, sharing your favorite episodes with friends, and just chatting with me in the Thriving Families Facebook group or through email about what you're tackling together. I want money not to be a source of stress in your marriage, but a way to work as a team. So if you ever have any questions, please reach out to me. I want to help out. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.